Welcome everyone to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host Viz and today we welcome actor Tyler Maine to the show who is with us uh, promoting his new graphic novel titled The Last Spartan Red Tape from his company Maine Entertainment. Now a lot of us know Tyler as Michael Myers from uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. So Tyler, thank you so much for joining us today. How's it going? Yeah, hey man, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, it is our pleasure. So let's get right to it. This is fascinating to me. You have this graphic novel that you're starting up. It's called The Last Spartan. Now, a lot of us are not familiar with that. Tell us what The Last Spartan is about. Yeah, The Last Spartan uh, is a originally based on a novel by my good friend John F. Saunders. And that was written probably over a decade ago or more. And I always wanted to do something with this project. And and so we have teamed up to turn it into a graphic novel, update it, modernize it a little bit. So it is a story of Frank Kane, mm-hmm. an ex-motorcycle um, enforcer, lone survivor of the last Spartans that um, is living the quiet life that is asked to go back in for one last mission. Okay. And he is asked to go in and rescue a young girl from the Atlanta's underground of human trafficking. So he puts his parole and everything at risk to save this one girl. And he meets up with Amanda Harper, who is an undercover decoy that is trying to save all the girls. So they're kind of butting heads, but they team up to save all the girls. So that's basically what it's about. So imagine Sons of Anarchy meets the Punisher with the human trafficking storyline. That sounds fascinating. Uh, Now, you said it was inspired by your friend. When did this all start coming together for you to take his novels and turn it into your graphic novels with a little bit of your own twist to it? Yeah, yeah. We've been talking about this. We've, We've, John has teamed up with me in our past two projects. We did Compound Fracture together, which is a feature film that we did through Main Entertainment and also Penance Lane. And we were trying to figure out where we were going to fit this one in, and, and the timing is right. And we've been working on this for the last uh, three years or so to get this graphic novel done. It takes uh, takes quite a bit of time, like yeah. a feature film, to get it to where you need it to be and want it to be. But we've got uh, a lot of top, top-tier people with this. Renee, my wife, and I sat down with Christopher Priest, Uh, who has written the Black Panther, Punisher, Vampirella, um, Captain Americas. And we were talking with him about turning this into a graphic novel. And um, through the research that we were doing, we just we found out just how deep and and, uh, crazy of a subject this human trafficking really is. And I figured out I, I wanted to try and figure out how to give back to the community and that's why I've been teaming up with DeliverFund.org and, and TraffickingInAmericaTaskForce.org. And we've helped them raise over $10,000 so far for the cause. So, uh, yeah. That's fascinating because there are a lot of people that don't really think that human trafficking is a problem in today's world anymore. I mean, yeah, maybe 50 to 100 years ago, it was widely a problem. But a lot of people think that it's gone away and it hasn't it's just as big as it was you know 50 years ago in your research for this novel and i heard you've done you did a lot of research crisscrossing the country 
talking to various peoples, were the, were you surprised by the stories that you heard from these people? Yeah, it's it's really eye opening to talk to some of these victims and to just hear and and listen to what they've gone through and how they've made it through to the other side and they're able to have a, a decent life again. Yeah, it's. Um, it's a very, very serious topic, and and that's the the uh, thing with these organizations. They're helping them get back on their feet. They're helping protect your kids against trafficking, um, and and it's just shocking. Yeah. And most people think out of sight, out of mind, mm -hmm. and it's not going to affect them. But uh, eighty percent of trafficking in America is done by Americans. Wow, I did not know that. You know, that's yeah. that's crazy. And it's great that you're shining a light on this because, like I said, a lot of people don't think that it's an issue anymore, and it really is. Tell us about the team that you assembled uh, to put this novel together. Uh, how did you all coalesce? Yeah, like, um, like I say, we got Christopher Priest uh, doing the uh, script and writing it, who is top-tier writer. Um, we have... Uh, Mark Silvestri, who is a top, top artist who has done our cover for us. Nice. We have um, Will Conrad, Michael Montnot, Jimbo Salgado, all doing interiors. We've got Sia Ohm doing covers. We've got Seth Adams doing covers. Charles Desloreca is doing uh, covers for us. So we've got uh, top tier, and it was all brought together by my wife, Renee Geerlings, who was the editor-in-chief for Top Cow Comic Books for quite a while. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Very she's been nice. in business for a little bit. So she knows everybody and knows who to call. Now, you've been in the movie business for a long time now, and you understand that uh, a lot of ideas, people have a lot of ideas, but for it to go from an idea to an actual project, uh, a lot has to happen. When did you realize that this was going to go from an idea to actually you doing it and getting it done? Yeah, you know, it you you have the basic storyline and then you need to find the funding to make the project. And we are so lucky to have an investor, so we are fully funded. Our Kickstarter is more of a storefront, but once we um got the funds we were able to go into production and, and make this uh happen nice so with the kickstarter program uh how do you hope you take the fans and get them involved not only as fans of the graphic novel but also make them feel a part of the project is that part of the reason why you you're using kickstarter as well yeah and you know we wanted to give various different tiers uh, to people in different entry levels to come in and support and, and help out and uh, uh, find something that's just right for them. How have you found the reception so far for the people that do know uh, what's about to happen with the with the novel and all that? Have you found the reception, you know, very nice, very welcoming about what you're doing, receptive? Yeah, it's. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people at the conventions that I've been going to, and they are more than excited that I'm raising awareness for the human trafficking because it is a serious topic. Mm -hmm. And every convention that I go to, I'm talking to someone that it's either affected or that actually works in the field to help prevent it. Wow. And I've heard several, several stories there also that uh, 
that it, it's something that we really need to raise awareness for. Absolutely. Now, um, I heard, and I don't know if, the, if you want to talk about this or not, but you've had some close calls uh, with, you know, uh, getting kidnapped and stuff like that on yourself. Now, uh, now people look at you. You're a big guy. I mean, they know you from Michael Myers and Halloween being almost like a victim or being a victim of that on the other end. How do, how personal does this make it for you? Yeah, you know, I mean, I've, I've got two kids that uh, luckily they're fully grown now. Um, but uh, it, it, you worry about your children a lot. You worry about all those instances and, and just keeping your family safe. And, um, you know, that's why I am teaming with Deliver Fund because they have programs that you can uh, get on your phone to check individuals out to make sure that your kids are in a safe environment absolutely and as a parent myself you know we understand that when our kids are sent off to school and they're out of our control it's a parent's worst nightmare to i can't even imagine my mind can't go there because there's no way to even allow your mind to go there if you've never actually been in that horrible situation where your child has been a victim of this and it's just it's it's crazy i mean i don't even know how to even describe it now as we mentioned well, and, oh go on and the thing too the thing too is is uh you know they're using the internet to draw your children in nowadays and it's something you gotta you gotta be aware of who your kids are talking to online because they're not always who they seem to be you exactly know? and as a parent i'm sure you can uh empathize with this it is really difficult even though there are so many tools as your kids get older to try to you know let's say the ages of 15 16 and then 17 and then they're approaching adulthood at 18 to actually keep them safe and kind of monitor what they're doing because at that age they're reaching their own independence as well and you want them to become independent so as a parent you know this as well it's a very a fine line that we have to walk and with the world being as crazy as it is it makes it extremely difficult now as we mentioned in the beginning of the show uh, a lot of people know you as rob zombies michael myers um which was a great movie the sequel was great as well uh what kind of impact did landing that role have on your career at that time you know, I didn't realize just how fanatical the Halloween fans are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they are uh, very, very fanatical and um, follow the series because there are several several different versions. Oh, yes. and, and I was just lucky enough to be a part of it and, and be in the Rob Zombies 2007-2009 remakes, you know. And I've actually been lucky throughout my whole career, like, with the uh, Sabretooth and the first X-Men, yeah. you know, King Ajax and Troy and Scorpion King and, and Joe Dirt. And it's just uh, goes on and on and on. I, I mean, I've you have had you have had no shortages of work. You have like 51 credits to your name. And like, you know, like you said, you've been blessed with a lot of work. And that's that's amazing. You've done roles like Michael Myers. You've been in the X-Men. You've, you've been in all these iconic films. When you did land the role of Michael Myers and Rob Zombie's twist was he was going to show us more 
of Michael Myers while he was a, a child and into adulthood while still locked up in the asylum. How did Zombie explain to you how he saw his version of Michael that he wanted you to portray? Yeah, he, you know, he explained it as wanting to show his backstory of Michael to how he became a product of his environment. And through that uh, upbringing, it turned him into who he was. So that all helped form who Michael Myers was. And then when he's in the asylum and gets out, it just uh, all hell breaks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, initially, did you know that there was going to, that Zombie was going to make a sequel? Or did that happen after the first one came out? And it did very, very well, which what was what prompted a sequel to be made. Yeah, you know, we held the uh, Labor Day box office record for 14 years. Wow. So um, we were always going to do a sequel. And um, it was just timing and when it was going to come out and, and how it was going to come out. So two years after the fact, it happened. we had the uh, second one. Yeah. Now, now, like I mentioned, you do have a lot of credits to your name. You are also main entertainment. Where do you see your path going uh, in the future? You own uh, main entertainment. You have, you're an actor. You've also done some writing, producing. Uh, which path do you want to pursue? Or do you want to just do a little bit of everything? You know, I think I want to do a little bit of everything. I, I love the acting. And then when I'm not acting, I'm always busy trying to come up with stories and storylines and, and new content that uh, we can do through main entertainment. And uh, I'm just very excited to be able to go the way of the graphic novel now because that opens up a whole new medium to uh, exactly. main entertainment and, and what we're doing. Have and you, um, it oh, can help get the story out. Have you uh, been a fan of graphic novels your entire life or is this something new that you've come to appreciate? Yeah, no, I was, I loved comic books as a kid because growing up in Canada, I was a tall, skinny kid, glasses, braces, and I was slightly dyslexic. So I had so much trouble reading, but I went to a um, white elephant sale at our school where everybody brings their, their stuff that they want to get rid of to help raise funds for the school. And I got my very first graphic novel, which was, or my very first comic book, which was a Beetle Bailey <laughs> and I got some DC comic secrets. I got some uh, Tom Sawyer, Archie. And from then on, when I was probably in grade four or so, I started loving the medium. And then I just, because I could watch it. I could look and t see the story exactly. unfold in front of my eyes. And uh, I got to admit, a lot of times I made up my own stories because I didn't understand the words sometimes. <laughs> but that kind of helped turned me into who I am today. Uh, so I can imagine you were pretty excited. You must have been pretty excited when you landed that X-Men role. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, that was a, a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think? I mean, uh, graphic novels, comic books, I've always been a source, uh, source material for films, but even more so now than I think before. Uh, what do you think about that trend of these graphic novels, comics, more and more being picked up and turned into either television shows or motion pictures. Yeah, I love it because it's proof of content of the product. Exactly. You know, and I've been lucky enough to be involved in 
quite a few of them. You know, the X-Men with Sabretooth, uh, Doom Patrol, Tormanox. You know, I was Black Star and Jupiter's Legacy, Mark Miller's comic book. So uh, I've been a few comic book characters on the screen. <laughs> Do you have a, like, fun, like, with any role, whether it's an X-Men or Michael Myers... How do you on set try to have fun with whatever role you're doing? I mean, what's what do you do? You know, I do, I do as much research as I can in the beginning. I figure out what I want to do. And then when they say roll cameras, I just tell myself, let's have some fun. That's awesome. You know? Just yeah. simplify it and just have some fun. I think that's like some of the best advice people can take. Because a lot of people get into their own heads and they overthink it. Tyler, I want to thank you so much for taking the time coming to talk to us. Uh, before I let you go, now the Kickstarter is going to be announced and launched October 17th. Is that correct? Correct. October 17th it launches, and there are going to be some early bird specials for the very first day, so please check it out. Are there and any perks you can talk about right now or not yet? Pardon me? Are there any perks? To the crowdfunding Kickstarter project that you can talk about right now? Oh, yeah. One of my favorite ones is uh, Coffee and Comics because DeliverFund.org uh, has their own coffee line. Nice. So we are uh, doing 12 ounces of their coffee with our graphic novels. So you can have a coffee in the morning and support DeliverFund.org and you can read a great graphic novel while you're doing it. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. Guys, please check this out. The official Kickstarter uh, premiere date is October 17th. It's called The Last Spartan Red Tape. You can find it on Kickstarter. It's for a great cause. I mean, what more can you say about it? To protect uh, children, people against human trafficking, to raise awareness about human trafficking. So please check this out. Uh, it's backed by our guest today, Tyler Maine. Uh, as he described it, it's Sons of Anarchy meets The Punisher, you know, so that's a great way to describe it. I want to thank Tyler Maine again. I want to thank our audience, those of you who are tuning in live and those who will be watching this later on. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we go, Tyler? I just want to say thank you to everybody and uh, please pick your tears and uh, enjoy the novel. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Until next time. Stay safe and stay walking. Bye.